Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. And thank you for joining us for session number 21 of The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Uh, to find all the sessions of this game, you can visit happyjacks.org slash unsungtales. Leave out the the. And to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks RPG Network, you can visit happyjacks.org. My name is Kimmy. I use she, her pronouns. And I am the lore master for this epic adventure. And it has been so amazing. A uh, little bit heads, of a heads up. We do use safety tools for this game. You don't see it, but we do have X cards on the table. We've filled out lines of veils. And this is also a very chill game, so there's not a lot of things. It's very wholesome and, and comforting. So, um, all right. Yeah, let's go around the table and let's start with Hanar, since he wasn't here last week. Ah, I was a post-it note, but I got better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so, hi everybody. I'm Kadave. Uh, both Hanar, my character, uh, dwarf of Durin's folk. Uh, we're both he him. Um, super excited to uh, to get back. Yeah. I had a vacation week, and now I'm back, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to do things. I want to know more things. So, yeah. so many fields. I'm, yeah. There's more. There's more. We always have more fields <laughs> here at this table. All the fields. All right, I'm Michelle, and uh, I am playing Lyriel of Rivendell, and we are both she, her. And, um, oh my gosh, last week was just so amazing. We had the best time. Um just very, just not to rub it in big, but sorry, sorry, no, it was very, save the best episode for when I'm out. It's cool, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we do tonight. Hi, guys, I'm Kai. I use he, they, she pronouns, and I am playing Erland of Mislund, who uses he, they pronouns, and um, he's full of feelings. Spoilers. <laughs> So many feelings this episode. So many. It fits so many feelings in this elf. Especially with all those new muscles. Yeah. So much more room for feelings. That's what the muscles are for. To carry books and all of my and feelings. All of the feelings. Yeah, okay, you have to strengthen the container when you put more feelings in. Otherwise, yeah, yeah exactly. oh. it doesn't break. Exactly. That works. Yep. Hi, everybody. I'm Sam. Uh, I play Runa of Bree, your friendly neighborhood treasure hunter. Uh, we both use she, her pronouns. Um, and... I'm so excited about my fancy scabbard that I got last week. Yes. Um, I just realized we didn't adjust the mics, but that's Uh-oh. okay. We did a test. It'll be fine. Um, okay. okay. Uh, so last week we had a very feeling full episode. Um, Hanar was actually summoned. Um, his ward that is staying with Sausage in the Shire was not well. So he quickly dashed down there and... Um, with that message also came a message from Calameldon saying that that was uh, the sleeper that we rescued um, prior to our Yule uh, sabbatical visit <laughs> vacation period. Uh, our fellowship, our Yule fellowship phase is what it's actually called in the game, which takes up a full season. So the characters actually had a few months where they were apart from each other. Um, and prior to that, they had rescued... <laughs> or had found an elf that had been in a magical sleep for thousands of years with an amazing, very emotional backstory. Go and listen to that. And um, he was rescued because they had found him. Um, 
So he had made his way once he was awakened and his wounds were treated and he'd gone to Lothlorien and he had um, crafted some items that were gifts for them. So he sent a letter to them requesting saying, you know, I'm finally ready to sail. I'm ready to go to Valinor. Um, I would love to meet you face to face to thank you for saving me um, if you were willing to meet me in Mithland. So the three of the players were able to do that. The one who wasn't rushing off as a good parent should. Um, they met Kelmeldon. They had um, some wonderful, touching moments, speaking with him, spending time with each other also in Mithland. Um, and before he departed, he gave them gifts. Um, so we had a <laughs> beautiful scabbard for Runa. We had a beautiful set of bracers um, and we had a- Conch horn. Oh yes, the horn. Um, a conch that um, was going to help Erland in his future endeavors. Yeah. Um, and also a another box, their beautifully carved wooden boxes, was given to them to pass on to Hanar um, when they saw him next. And uh, that episode ended with him, or uh, with Kel Meldon, um, taking his journey to the West in hopes of someday meeting his love um, and uh, having Celebrimbor reborn from the house of Mendos, which because he had passed away. And as is the fate of elves, they either go straight to the island or they sit and wait and then eventually get back on the island. Um, one thing also that Kel Meldon did before leaving, which we're not going to get to this very moment, but um, uh, they offered to carry a letter for uh, for Erland, because Erland has an elf that he loves very dearly, who took a sail to the west prior to, to Erland's doing so. Um, and Erland had never declared um, his love for this other elf. So Kelameldon, finding and knowing this about Erland, offered to take a letter. Now, the interesting thing about the letter, just a little bit of Tolkien lore, no letter can be returned. So when Erland sends this letter west, it may be thousands of years before he also sails west and finds out how it was received. So uh, it's very emotional and exciting and a little stressful. So many feelings. Yes. Um, so we're actually going to start with Hanar. That is the extreme version of the letter in a locker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Circle yes. Oh, <laughs> wait for an entire war at the end of the Age of Elves. <laughs> what is your answer? Yes, exactly. Um, so, Hanar, um, we're going to kind of jot through a little bit quickly. Um, uh, you went down. Your ward, it turns out, did you ever come up with a name for your ward? I didn't, okay. actually. Okay. I had to, you but need to I did that. not. Okay, I well, will. For this, for this moment, we're just going to kind of skim through it quickly because we have a lot of things to do um for now i can use bert yes bert no well no let's pick it we'll wait and we'll pick a name <laughs> it will stick if you do it yeah now. if you yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. will be a permanent thing <laughs> so you go down um this mysterious illness that your ward has uh came on very suddenly um it's like a stomach ailment and um after being there for like about a day the next day, you realize your ward has gotten worse. Like it, like it, like mm. their stomach is 
you know, um, but then you notice that they have obviously been out of bed in the night. And you start getting suspicious, as any knowing sure, parent sure. does. Um, and it is discovered that he had um, discovered where you kept your rock candy and was just eating candy <laughs> to All excess. Like <laughs> a poor <laughs> hobbit child would if he knew where the yeah. special hidden rock candy of his uh, dwarven parent was. I found out. <laughs> I found out the limit to a hobbit's stomach. Yes. <laughs> no one thought it was possible. No. I mean, it is still a very young, small hobbit stomach, so it's oh, in training oh, I see, still. I see. Um, so this thing that we it was thought it was very serious, obviously within a day or so, is is fine. <laughs> um, there's a serious talking to about getting into things uh, that you shouldn't, sure. lying and keeping secrets and such things. Uh, and uh, it turns out he's fine. So um, you start making your way back north after a few days, and eventually, I, let, I think I, I let sausage mm -hmm. be the keeper of the rock candy. Like mm -hmm. there's like a keg of it somewhere in his cellar. Yeah, that's sealed and looks like all the other kegs, and <laughs> only only sausage knows. So he goes down when the kids are out <laughs> and gets out some more. Right, keeps the tiny shame. dish. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, crisis, not really crisis, and uh, you're heading up. Um, would you, now you, you left before you opened the letter, or did, I think. Yeah, I think he just darted. Yeah, you just went, because yeah, they thought was it was like, very serious. Oh, I need to. And it came on very suddenly, because he discovered the candy, like, in the middle of the afternoon, and was like, oh, and then suddenly, like, hey, you're fine five minutes ago, and now you're really sick. Um, and so, yeah, I guess you're probably going to head back up to Creek's Crossing and the rooms yeah. to meet them? Okay. Most likely. I'd, I'd assume everybody's still around there. Okay. Um, so we'll do that. And after Calameldon sails, is there anything any of you would like to do while you're still in Midland? I think Erland just makes a point, given past events. Uh, to give Kirden a proper farewell. <laughs> yes. Good call. <laughs> and, you know, recover all of his furniture mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you do You do that, and everything is, like, properly put away in your home because you know you'll be back, and it's... We had a, a very touching scene where we went through Erlen's home, and it had, like... I got that far. Oh, you did? Okay. It had been, like, adjusted, so it was a very welcoming place again. And um, So you put, like drapes and all the furniture and things like that in a way that's like it's still ready to be back brought back to and when you can join there are now hooks on the patio that overlooks the <laughs> <Yes>. seat <laughs> so you don't have to tie things yeah. to my home anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely um, also this game has 100 percent made me think about elves have to spend like a significant portion of their mental energy just thinking about maintenance yeah like I will last longer than everything. And all just, of these objects in yeah, my life. Yeah. yeah. Like a human is like, okay, cool. I bought a house. It's going to be here. It's fine. Uh, oh, no. My house will just erode if I don't right. actively, <laughs> like before I'm done with it. Some of the ruins that we've explored are only a little bit older than me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a, part of the excitement of 
living forever and dealing with all that. Also, the very complicated family trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anyone else? Sibling? No? Okay. Mm -hmm. You're heading back up to Creek Crossing as well? In the room? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you get back up there. We're not going to do a journey phase. Thank you. Okay. You look concerned for a moment. No. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want to get us lost. No, no, no. You um, it went well last time. Yeah. And now I have more travel. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so you make it back up to the ruins. We'll say that Hannah got there first because you, you had a much shorter trip. They stayed for a, a, few, a days. few days. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you're there first. So you probably have a fire going. The ruins are like in their like home mode, cozy as they can be. Um, and the three of you arrive back. So why don't we do a scene where you come back in, you do some greeting and explaining of what, what happened. You're first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loudly clatters in. <laughs> Hannah, we're back! Nah! I have brought... Well, that seemed ill-timed. I have brought supplies from the Shire. Oh, awesome! Good, good. We were getting low on some of the, like... Potatoes and good stuff from the Shire. Uh, how how did it go? How's your ward? He's fine. The I underestimated the persistence of hobbits in finding things that they want to eat. So oh. he consumed half of the rock candy I had left behind. Half? Yes, in a very short span, uh, which resulted in him making just... Multicolored messes. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. I, it's very brightly colored candy. <laughs> that sounds alarming, but I'm, I, I'm yeah. glad he's well. I understand why I was summoned, but uh, everything's fine now. Yes, and sausage is now in charge of keeping all of the candy under a watchful eye. That seems wise. Mm -hmm. Yes. And maybe a bit overkill. He is a sheriff. Well, technically he's retired. Yes, but dogged still. Well, indeed. But you've seen the persistence of hobbits. It's true. If it wasn't in candy jail, they would probably still find a way to get right. it. I have no doubt that he is actively trying to figure out how to make it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be interesting. I can't wait to taste some when I return at some point. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I, I've got a sturdy stomach. <laughs> <clears throat> Children, what a puzzle. That does sound challenging. But about you, you... We're not here when I returned. I... Oh, we received a letter from Calameldon. Oh, so he's all right. He's more than all right. He has sailed. Oh, I see. And we went to um, see him off. That seems very speedy for a course of action for an elf. Well, he has no one here from his time. Hmm. And 
the love that built that remarkable Indeed, place indeed. Hopefully waits for him there. Oh, we bring, uh, we come bearing gifts. Oh. I think Runa's probably carrying it. Yeah. This one's for you. Oh, I see. Um, so it's a stunningly carved, like, um, like box of like a deep red wood. Um, it's like, I'll we'll say it's like nine inches by nine inches, like square. Um, and uh, yeah, very clearly carved with like great love and dedication um, and like things about dwarves and like it's kind of like like specifically for you very clearly like made for you and it is handed to you oh what a delightful box the box is not the gift <laughs> well i think i partially differ <laughs> i agree <laughs> something else inside my but... box is quite remarkable but what is inside is an unparalleled gift my watch decided to tell me what was in the box. Excuse me. She opened it without you. <laughs> I think I probably would be like, well, what's in the box? Did you? No, we didn't look. On our honor. Really? Of course not. I would peek. Of course you would. <laughs> it doesn't have a lock on it. It's... It's not always a good idea, I've learned, to open things just because they don't have a lock on them. <laughs> or touch things that don't belong to you. Well, I wasn't saying that I suspected one of you stole something. Oh. I'm just saying, like, at least... Well, now I have to look. And I... <laughs> uh, you open it, and inside there's beautiful, like, red velvet. And sitting on top of it is um, a torque, which is, like, those necklaces that are, like, solid pieces. Um, kind of like the Romans, like our oh, sure. kind of pressure. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Like a solid piece of jewelry that is worn around like the wrist or the neck. Um, and it's got some, like, it's a twist of silver and gold together um, that come around. And they, um, they, they come and they have opals on each end. Um, so that are kind of shining and glistening. And it, it's just like incredibly delicate, beautiful work. Um, and it is called... Uh, it is called Kelamenus, which means like C-E-L? C-A-L. Uh, yeah, which is like creating light is what that means. Oh. Um, and it gives you uh, blessings to crafting and song. Ah. Uh, so like a advantage? Like a... It's a the, like the blessing, the mechanic blessing. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. And it is like a gift worthy of being passed down not not just as a family heirloom but like an heirloom of the dwarven people like mm. it is on a level of like there are, there are no longer crafts people in middle earth who can do what kelmeldon uh, uh, was able to do um, the only thing finer in all of middle earth is probably the rings yeah so it's a it's a big deal yes well i would You know what? I think it's probably a neck piece. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to wear anything that nice out where no, no, mm -hmm. no. arms swing and hit things. <laughs> That's fair. So, yeah, it's probably a nestle it on mm -hmm. so that I can hide it under the beard, the opals under the beard, but then I can also, like, 
twist it a little bit or oh. like put the beard under it. Oh, like that. Yeah. Braided, that braided beard yeah. a little yeah, yeah. tighter to show off your two big opals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. It is. It is. What? What? Oh, and you know, I go get my box and I show, them. and I, uh, I show you these bracers that I got, mm. um, and they're silver and they're etched right, and they have gold. They're they're just really exquisitely crafted, of course, and uh, they give me uh, blessings on awareness and stealth. Ooh. Fantastic. Uh, you would be forgiven for not uh, thinking that what Erland was wearing um, wasn't just something that he picked up when you first look at it, because it's a shell. It's a very large seashell. Oh. But the moment that you look at it in any light, so the fire flickering or anything like that would catch, it has been um, embellished with fine metals and um, carvings. And at the very end of it, you see the motif of the birds again. Um, oh, cool. And um, he just picks it up and blows in it. And it is, um, you can feel the vitality of the sound. And it um, is, it sounds like a clear horn, um, not of victory, but of um, like jubilee and, and um, hope. It gives me advantage on travel and athletics. Oh, <laughs> oh. Or, you know, a blessing. On. A blessing. Runa very dramatically like turns so you can see her great sword, which is now sheathed in a scabbard that's made of crystal and has gold <laughs> fittings at the end. <laughs> um, no, and, nothing much. Yeah, very subtle. <laughs> Just a magical girl scabbard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it gives me blessings to athletics in battle. Mm, okay. Well. It's good to have friends in high places, I suppose. <laughs> Much further places now, but yes. Well, I, and you have yet another friend when you arrive someday. Yes, and um, he has taken word for me from these shores to those. Oh. So we're going to kind of, like, fade to black. I'm just going to chit-chatting every evening. Um, I would like to have a little bit of like a like moment where we kind of are in uh Erlen's <laughs> brain moment or whatever as it is or where we kind of think back and um hear the letter that he ended up writing. Ooh. If you're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um I think as the evening kind of progresses, um and he gets resettled back in um a numinous or not. Not a numinous. Mm -mm. No. The yeah. ruins. Oh, our ruins. <laughs> a new nail. Yes. A new nail. The yes. other A. Yes, there's uh, a lot of There's a lot of A sounds. Yeah. Uh, and uh, goes up to a spot in the tower that he has sat as a quote-unquote lookout before, but really it's just a beautiful view. Mm -hmm. um, and he looks towards the, um, the bay. And... Just as the, the sun is really coming down over uh, Ered Luin, and you can just see the white spots of the birds, he thinks of the sails mm. pulling further and further into the stars. I wonders what his letter is doing. Um, it, 
we kind of looked back at the picnic and he had this bundle that was neatly tied, wrapped in very delicate fabric. Uh, and at the very top uh, sits a note. Um, My dearest Marin, it has been over long since our last farewell. I have since grown beyond our daily routine in Mithland. I have wondered and dreamt of what I would tell you should I ever have the chance to explain to you how things have changed for me in Middle-earth. Now, I send these with the fairest messenger the realms possess. Our esteemed purpose diminished for me in your absence, Marin. I do not begrudge you heeding the call, but without you, the crafting of ships was tedious, and in me stirred a desire to see these incredible shores. Thus, I left. He then goes on at a little bit of length to describe the contents of the two <clears throat> journals that he included. One is the meeting of our fellowship, and the other contains the events since the journey to Animinus. There are three important notes I must include with these tomes. First, Sausage Brandybottom's name ought not to be spoken. For all of his daring and bravery, he does not want ever to draw the eye of shadow to the fair shire, and I must respect and honor his wishes. Second, there is peril in these pages, secrets that must be held close, even in the fairest lands of Valinor. A great shadow is rising once more here, and I do not wish to dim the great light of the undying lands with sorrow. But I hope you see why I have made the promises I intend to keep. That hold us apart. Third, and the true purpose of all my extenuation, I wish to put to paper the words I did not say clearly enough. I love you, Merin. I have loved you since my hands near the auger and the nog. I have loved you fonder than any bud longs for dawning. I love you, dearest, in all the lands of Ambar or Valinor or the seas between. And I will see you again, my love. But not yet. I will look to the west with hope that when the last ship sails across that vast divide, I will be able to tell you from my own lips. Until then, know that I am yours. Sincerely yours alone, Ellen. That's very good. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have kind of a like pulling back all of you in your place, like spending time together. And yeah, the evening concludes. Just an out-of-character question. Mm -hmm. Did you share the intent of your message or that you were sending a message at all? No. Okay. <laughs> I will say uh, it's probably not hard to figure out that it's a message to Meran. I mean, he's sure. spoken of him quite a bit. 
Anything. I mean, we heard Calamel Don make the offer to you, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you and showed up with a bundle. bundle. So yeah. I think we made the connection. We probably figured <laughs> yeah, yeah. it out. You're all very smart, and and it's a there's no secrets. It's more just a like, Haha, I did this thing. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me about it. Yeah, yeah talk I about can't it. talk about it. I might have a meltdown about it. <laughs> I, I just I wanted to know if you had made it public what your intent was. That's all. I don't think that he's expressly stated that he was um, professing love across the sea. No. Okay. All right. Um, so we're going to have a nice, pleasant evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have... Uh, are you taking watches? At the ruins? Yeah, I'm not just checking. Oh. <laughs> now I'm nervous. I know. But no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't yeah. Think I, I mean, I would if we were still carrying something that I was afraid was a tool for immense evil, but yeah. feeling pretty happy. Okay. Cool. Like, just to double check, nothing horrible happened to the town while we were away, right? No. Great. Cool. I'm sleeping. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Runa probably stays up a little bit later than everybody because she's not a morning person. But she's not like specifically like taking a watch. Okay. But also like I don't know that we ever took down some of the traps that we built or any of that stuff. It's true. But it has been like months and months. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Runa, we're gonna have you roll. Oh, oh. <laughs> see how good your traps held up. Uh oh, no. I mean, you rolled crafting, right? For making the traps. Or no, hunting. Yep. I think roll, so. Yeah. yeah, roll hunting to see how well your traps held up for all these years. Okay. Or not these years. For these all these months. It has been months. One fear. Uh does anybody <laughs> mind if I use a hope for this? <laughs> okay. I would be happy for you to do that. And we will replenish you gladly. Oh. Nice. Oh. Thanks, Dice. Um, oh. I got a Gandalf rune. At first that sounded yeah, I... like something had gone horribly wrong. <laughs> oh no. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, I succeed with a Gandalf rune. Okay. Um, partway through the night, um, we'll say that you, uh, you put some in the trees, we'll say. Is that all right? Yeah. You were plant. you were looking for a flying thing, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, partway through the night, like, all of you are probably asleep by this time. It's not, like, normal, even if you're a night person, like, hours. It's probably, like, 2.33 in the morning. Um, you hear this, like, crashing noise. Um, but it's a, it, it sounds like, like something that's, like, been slammed very hard together. Kind of similar to, like, what a wooden door sounds like, but, like, epic scale. So, like, if you could slam, like, very large barn doors... Like too big usually can't really slam them like you think of like when you slam a door in anger but it's sort of like that resounding like cracking sound of like wood hitting itself and um there's like this like screech that sounds just like some sort of very large animal like like has been impaled because it has <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um and then uh-oh. I want you to roll lore for me. Oh, no. Okay. And you actually, you would roll, uh, Larry, you'd also roll this, because you might possibly know this. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. 
just roll into these and then and then however many pips you have in lore you'll roll that many d6s all right succeed with a tangor oh very good nice you're rolling yeah against the tn of the skill above that so uh Yes, I made my TN. Okay, 15. Yeah, you added everything. Okay. Both of you, you're not versed in it, but you think you hear what is like some cursing in the black speech. And like basically the evil language of Mordor that generally isn't spoken or acknowledged or thought to exist anymore. <laughs> no one would speak. <laughs> um, I, I've got my weapon in my hand. Yeah, like as soon as I hear that, just like sort out towards the noise. Okay. <laughs> and and Erlen is very clear. This is a creature of darkness. Does does it have the same dramatic black speech effect as we witnessed in the films? That's specific black speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, so it's, I didn't know if it was yeah. like a. Just speaking it in other places was a whole thing. No, and specifically, okay. specific, like, characters speaking it has more power than others. Sure. Okay. Um, but this That's one all. creature being pissed that it got impaled is probably not going to cast a spell. Magical swearing. Yeah. Magical swearing. Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be so <laughs> Would not be the most unusual thing in this universe. Correct. <laughs> or even in this game. No. <laughs> I mean, they are called curse words. Right? Yes, that's true. Okay. Um, yeah, bow in hand. Yeah, work. yeah. Go out there. Um, you would know. You would remember where you had the traps. Yeah. So there were a couple that you'd put like high up in the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd kind of uh, uh, hidden them to look like branches that were just broken when they were really like under pressure, and then like would snap. Um, so but it had spikes on it. Is it at least what I'm imagining in my head? <laughs> oh yeah, I think we did specifically roll. Oh, that's why my dice did good on the roll because did I was rolling great. to impale things. Yes, yeah. oh, <laughs> you did really great impaling and climbing. And cli- yeah, you did yeah. Both, like, great on both those rolls. Um, and that's also why there's a chance that they like lasted this long despite mm-hmm. like the rope being out in the weather and things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you go. Uh, you all kind of rush out there, and um, wait, yeah, I'm gonna skip a scan roll because you're not gonna see anything at this particular moment. Um, you or your uh, Runa, you're pointing out like so there. This that's where I put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can kind of it's pretty high, but your torchlight does get somewhat close to it. Okay. Um, you can see that there's not anything in the trap at this moment. Mm-hmm. At least anything big enough to like made that noise. Yeah, probably. Um, you do see that there is a large amount of blood running down the trunk of the tree, um, and there are still pieces impaled <laughs> um so it looks like whatever it was like good job Trap. pulled itself free to probably great amount of damage to itself well there should be a blood trail to follow yes <laughs> yes there is let's do that excellent <laughs> gonna take up the rear you'd be here okay <laughs> um can i use scan for that uh yes that is in fact what all of you should roll right now, okay please. okay what's the uh ambient level of light out here like is it a new moon where there, it's very very dark or um we'll say it's like yeah it's not new moon but there's there's a, a, a crescent so there's a okay. bit of it it is hard to see through the trees okay. so not a lot of light makes it past the main canopy can, 
instead of making a scan roll, mm-hmm. can I assist, like, give everybody else a bonus by turning up my torch? Um, so, how, is your... Because I have, like, the dwarven resin torch. torch. Okay, that's true. Okay, I'm like... There's not like settings on it, but I guess there for that one there might be. It would totally be like a. In my head, it's sort of like a hurricane lamp. Like you can roll out more wick and get a bigger flame. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Um, Yeah, why don't we see how well you do with that then? Okay. Um, Why don't we have you roll? Um, No, I guess it's a magical item, huh? All right, yeah. I mean, it is, but I'd be happy to roll something. No, it's fine. I guess that seems silly to have you roll to see. Can you turn up? Can you turn the knob on your torch? Well, it, and it, it would be a roll just to see how effective it is. Like, uh, why don't? Uh, we'll give each of you as uh, an extra die to your scan roll. That might change yeah. everything. Yeah. Right. That's. Yeah, and that so way it's still up to have, them, but it'll if give. I don't them have effect. any pips in scan. Well, I still roll the d twelve, and, and now one. But now you have one pip for. Yes. Yeah. Now I have a chance of. <laughs> I mean, you have a chance anyway, but. It did it. Yeah. It gave me a tangwar. I hit my Woo. back to the end. <laughs> no goal. Oh. Um, all right. So both of you make it. Succeed yeah. with a tangwar. Okay. I just. Yeah. So you can see it takes a moment, um, but you, and you realize why it, why it took a minute. It like goes to the end of a, a, the branch where it was, and then. It, it must have like leapt or flown and then like landed on a, on a tree nearby. So it took you a moment because you actually had to track which direction it went. And then mm-hmm. you can see on the ground, like traveling that fast, even bleeding pr- profusely, doesn't drop like that much blood on the ground. Yeah. So there's like a very few number of drops and then you catch it back on another tree and then you're able to kind of track it. How far way. away is it? Um, you, well, you don't see it yet. You're still tracking it. Okay. So we're, we're tra- we saw where it leapt to. Yes. We you cannot were, actually see it. Yeah, you were actively tracking it, okay. and I'm not going to make you keep rolling for it, but you were able to follow it. Okay. Um, so, but you do not actually see it yet. Okay. I do have an arrow. Okay. Knocked. And ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Um. right. I'm going to have you roll... Awareness now. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Mm. Oh. Yeah, don't forget your blessings too. How does blessing? Yeah, so you added die. You added die. I succeeded with a tangor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh oh. Something real bad. No. Oh no. Oh no. Uh oh. I. Because I only have a D12 in yeah. awareness, and I got an eyeball. Okay. Oh, well, that's no. not a, that's not... Still, that's rough. Yeah, it's a one, but yeah, okay. Well, no, I mean, like, if you don't... I thought that was extra bad, if you don't have anything else. I mean, it definitely flavors it, but it's yeah. not a failure. Yeah. I mean, well, well it is a failure, but yeah. like, hitting the eye is not an automatic <laughs> failure, but yeah. Not immediate um, shadow points. Right. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but um... Past mine. Oh, woo! We're going to say, so you pa- you got past it. Succeeded. Also, something really weird is happening because, so I've rolled three times. The first time I rolled three threes. The second time I rolled three fours. And now I just rolled three fives. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're mad at your crystal scabbard, obviously. <laughs> keep going. 
the fractals in the in the crystal are like <laughs> just don't roll anymore this game after this we're going to jump in my car and get the morongo <laughs> but yes i just succeeded okay, great. um so you just succeeded you just succeeded you had exceptional success yeah um i, I made it to 20 okay. and Ooh. i got a tangwar in there <laughs> okay so you all saw the thing attack me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are there for a moment, and Erland, for whatever reason, you just feel that it's looking at you. Like, you just have a sense of this darkness, this antithesis of what you and your people and you as a person stand for. Um, and you just know it's nearby, and you you get the sense like because you're listening so carefully and you're not hearing it as like fleeing in any way so you you suddenly realize that it's there and it its goal is not to get away erlen stands up <laughs> rail straight okay and i'm gonna say in the same moment yeah like as you realize this and you take this action so i'm gonna have you finish just Describing it in just a second. Yeah. Um, uh, there is this whoosh. I think every, the three of you hear it, but Erland, it was like you were expecting it. So I'm going to give you like first action on it. Um, and Hanar, where you're standing, um, like it, it's this large black, which we've all seen before, kind of the, the man bat thing. Mm goes swooping down and it is headed right for Hanar. Ooh. It's facing the other direction. Well, and I made myself a target by like lighting up a massively bright torch to yes. be like, hey everybody. Yes. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so now we are going to roll. And I think we need to um, update our um, the, uh, combat screen. Yes. I have no, I have no words to that. I'm sorry. You're doing really good. I also had a tangor. I didn't know what one was. I oh, just yeah, had that's great. Day, no so. problem. Okay, great. <laughs> so you also have like that little bit of sense, like right before you're, mm-hmm. you're like, it's so, because you are like very proficient in combat. You've been fighting things of the dark for many, many, many generations, uh, human generations, not all generations. <laughs> um, but uh, so as you are uh, kind of like, looking around trying to trace this blood trail you also realize like there are no sounds and it's that moment of realizing that you are not the predator you are the prey and you're like oh if it was running away from us we would probably hear some type of scurrying sound or something Mm -hmm. it is still here waiting for us (laughs) um and let's pick our stances there Excellent. So, <laughs> rearward stance <laughs> means you're um, going to be doing ranged attacks. Um, forward stance, open stance, defensive stance are actually just all in the same place. It doesn't mean you're farther away or anything. It just means forward stance, you're being very aggressive, um, offensive. Um, open stance, you're kind of middle of the road. Defensive, you're protecting yourself above all else. Um, yeah, and then rearward stance is like far away, shooting from far away. And they each have special abilities that you can take. Yeah. But we'll have you do that after. 
We haven't had a combat in like a hot minute. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I trained. I had a whole training montage. You did. <laughs> this guy's been stalking us for a while. I know. Too. It's time. Yeah. Uh, if it's the same one. Oh, I can't believe I said it. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the plus side, if it is the same one, it kept following us instead of where we deposited them. Yeah. So we didn't leave true. it in Rivendell. Yeah. You're welcome, Lord Elrond. Yes. But that also means that it's not necessarily after the Palantir. Oh, Kimmy. Unless it doesn't know that we don't have it anymore. Right. Yeah. That's my hope. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't Sorry, take that away welcome from me. to the horrible thing that's been stalking us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like smallish man sized bat creature. Yeah. That so I don't remember the name. I, I say, you know. I think only smallish because yes. it was crouched when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, tall. It's very big. Oh. I mean, not very big. It is, it is, uh, and you, those of you who can see it now, um, uh, can see it is probably around like eight feet tall. Like completely, oh, yeah. It's way bigger than I thought. Yeah, you know, no, it was like crouched, but it's a little bit like larger than man size. <laughs> um, yes, and so we're gonna have the three of you who succeed in your awareness attacks. You're um, going to be able to be part of the opening volley. Yeah. So yeah. So if you have a ranged attack, that is. I'm ready. Why don't you go first? Aha! Uh, I succeeded Huzzah! with my bow. Um, that is uh, unless it has some shielding that I should be concerned about. Um, I very much so succeeded. Okay. Fantastic. And what's the damage of the bow? Sorry. Uh, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A four. Oh, okay. Works just like the. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Strength. Very good. And the like, I think the moment that he kind of anticipates it going, it's like. Um, Someone who's very well trained in hunting live animals, you kind of lead it, and he mm -hmm. kind of starts to move before it even like jumps towards the light, mm. and so the shot is loosed on it before it even fully gets to Hanar. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we'll see if it stops it. Yeah, um, it is also um, very fast. So, um, how much did you succeed by? Um, oh, math again. Sorry. Good old math. No, you're doing so good. By two. Mm, okay. Well, unfortunately, um, it has a parry of three. Yeah. That's so, why I was like, unless it's got something spicy, I made it. Yeah, it's, it's very it's it's pretty spicy. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it's not tough, but it's very fast and very agile. Absolutely. Um so it does the thing where it's like the perfect shot. It's flying and then you see it kind of twist in the air. And like avoid your arrow. Sorry. <laughs> and, no, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Um, did you have a ranged attack? The real? I did not grab my bow. I just grabbed my sword. Oh, okay. Um, and, but do you have your bow with you? Oh, you you left it in the yeah in the because room. we uh, you know yeah. we just jumped up. Okay. And Fight time. Yep. Yeah. 
very honest of you. Thank you. <laughs> and Runa. Um, I don't have a ranged weapon, but can we do the secondary action? Sure. Um, I can try it and intimidate the foe. Okay. <laughs> With an awe test. <laughs> um, you can give that a try too if you want later. After you. So, oh, quick question. Mm -hmm. um, my attacks are favored against uh, creatures that are might two mm -hmm. or above. Does that include this one? It does. Yay. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Okay. I, I'm happy for you, and I'm sad for us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so on your cheat sheet, there has uh, primary actions and then secondary actions. So the, ah. yeah. Dice. Oh, but you got to... I got a Gandalf rune, but I didn't six. I didn't hit my target number. Well, a Gandalf rune means you automatically succeed. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Then I succeed. Okay. But with no 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 tangwars, okay. no tangwars or special things or anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, you were going to successfully um intimidate them. Grab my sheet of extra special things you can do. Uh, so when you intimidate a foe, um, you make an all roll, a successful roll to all opponents with a might one are made weary on their next attack roll. Ooh, um, if they produce a single success icon, then all adversaries with a might two suffer the same penalty. But you've got that. What's the the might two thing you have? Um, I have roll favored. Roll favored. Okay. Yeah. So might one with just an intimidate foe, they're not made weary. Um, because it's my two or above, and you don't have any tank wars. Okay. But we'll say that they get distracted for just a minute. What, you know what we'll, we'll do? We'll say that you do that at that same moment. So Kai's arrow does scratch them just a little bit. Okay. Okay. So nice. it's not the full damage you normally get, but I feel like a success needs some sort of addition. Oh. So it just slices just a little bit. So, cool. Grazes. If yeah, because she just like full on barbarian yells at it. Yeah. <laughs> distracted. Yeah. Like not used to that. <laughs> that sort of thing. I'm gonna scare all the villagers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. You start to see like candles being lit in all the windows in the town. This is how the, the way new bridge like, gets burnt. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's gonna pick me up and I'm gonna drop the torch. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> So there are other combat tasks you can take if, unless you don't have, if you have that uh, list somewhere. Um, but you do those instead of like an attack. So, which is why they're sometimes helpful if you don't actually have a weapon. Or if you're too far. You're too far. Okay, so, um, so where is its position now? Uh, it's kind of like, um, I'm picturing the four of you kind of in the center of like a small little clearing between the trees, um, kind of back to back in a bit of a circle-ish. Um, and the three of you turn in time to see it and it's jumping down and it's kind of like midair slow-mo moment where it's like headed straight towards Hanar's back. Okay. So it's kind of somewhere between the tree and not quite at Hanar. Okay. Um, can I jump in behind Hanar? And be ready. Oh, yeah. Rent, like impalement. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, you can do that. That's what I'm going to try. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, Whether the dice agree <laughs> with me is a whole other thing. Well, do you, did you 
already roll? No. No, okay. And that's going to be um, enough. I got it. One tang bar. Okay. So, and what? I just hit my, okay. my TN. Okay. Then, yeah, you have that elven uh, dexterity and you're able to, like, realize something's wrong. You see Erlen's arrow get shot off. You see the the beast kind of get distracted by Runa's shout. And you just have time just to get in the way. And we're going to say that that creature t- looking at Runa means when it, like, looks back up, it wasn't quite prepared for you to be there. So it, like, slams, like, right into you and Hanar. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, Definitely not exactly what it had it planned. <laughs> Good. Yes. All right. And now we are back in normal rotation. Ha Does it take damage from her sword in this blockage? Um, it does not take damage okay. from that. From the blockage. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I am going to. The two of you are going to take some damage because a nine foot bat thing just crashed into both of you. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like you do. Um, now you are, you know, you're you're kind of at least with some armor on, um, and it wasn't like ra- like attacking at that point. It was distracted and it was thrown off, so it wasn't like scratching or clawing or biting at you at that moment. Um, but you're each going to take four damage just from having a giant thing crash into you full speed. So you'll take that to your endurance. Okay, thank you. No problem. <laughs> this is your first combat. It's okay. Welcome to the game of shedding equipment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and do they subtract their armor rating from that, or is it just four damage? No, it's just going to be four. Okay. Like it'll just be because it like probably should be higher than that, but just four seems like a nice sort of beginner start of the fight number. Yeah, sure. Very good. All right. Um, now, the way this works is we start with people in forward stance, right? Okay. Yes. Yep. And then we work our way back. So people with forward stance, and it's kind of all happening in the same moment, um, but we just have them kind of declare and roll in that order. All right. And uh, here we go. And then the foe always goes last. All right. Uh, Runa or Hanar? Let me take a swing at it, please. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> One hit KO. One of you will do it. All right. Rolling favored. And with forward stance. With my sword. <laughs> oh. Sometimes my dice don't like that, though. So yeah, let's, let's find out. Do a good job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> except when they do. I got my... My my triple back. Okay. <laughs> so um I got three tanguars. Wow. And I okay, so that's 18, 22, 25, 33. Wow. I don't know what kind of success that is, but it's a big all one. It. It's all <laughs> every success. success. It's all the success. It's very, it's very, very good. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and that gives you three heavy job, blows. Yeah. Also, we should note that it completed. It completed. Yes, 
Yeah, you did. Yeah, it. yeah that's amazing. Hey, good job, Dave. I'm frightened. <laughs> Magic. All right, so that was a success. Uh, you do have three Tanguars, so you can spend them on the special damage. Um, so how much damage does your super cool sword do? Again? My long sword does um, uh, six damage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then for the special thingies, I'm going to do the, what is it, heavy blow, heavy blow, which is my favorite thing on the planet. Okay. Um, so, uh, inflict additional endurance loss equal to your strength rating. So, what is your strength rating? My strength rating is four. Okay. So, you're doing that for all three of your tanguars? Yeah. Okay. And yours is a one-handed weapon, right? Or two. Two-handed. Okay. Plus one for also for every two-handed weapon. So, that's five for each one? Yes. yes. Plus the six damage it does. Yeah. So, 21. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. This is this is Dang. how our combat end. It's one of the two of them. <laughs> it's how they begin and end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think I've killed one enemy. Mm-hmm. So it's still pulling itself up from this like mass of tumble just pool. yeah tumble, um, and you approach it and you take your mighty swing with your ghost blessed sword, um, and it like screeches. Um, and uh, says, it, it, like, it very clearly speaks. You have no idea what it says. The two of you might pick up, like, but probably not. Like, you, you know what it is, but you don't know what it's saying. So it's very clearly an intelligent creature. And it's probably not saying very nice things to you at this particular moment. <laughs> um, and it, like, wraps its wings around itself. Um, and then and just, like, hisses. Um, and then stands there like it's ready to, for whatever's coming next. Okay. <laughs> this is a tough guy. Hey, That was a big there. hit. That was a big hit, yeah. I've learned last yeah. time. <laughs> the ghost bird was like, oh, uh, cool. Oops. Yeah, that time Hadar was just like, you're done. Yeah, one hit. We got into this cool combat with a cool, crazy, agile ghost bird thing. Wick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you need to know the injury rating for my weapon at all? Uh, yeah. Um, it's 18. I don't remember how that works. Okay. For wounds? That is, is, I think if it beat its parry, if your attack beat its parry, it has a chance to do the injury stuff. Right? Don't you have to hit the 12? Well, that's if you... Yeah, I think you have to do that. Yeah, you have to hit a 12 on your feet die mm-hmm. to get a piercing oh, blow. Oh, okay. Oh, that's you right. Got it. That's, I mean, that's you can... Piercing. Yeah, you can... That's what, for the piercing. You can add... Again, that's one of the things you can spend a Tanguar on. Yeah. You can add three okay. to get, see if you get to a that's piercing blow. My world. Yeah. That's what those are for. Exactly. I gotcha. Okay. No, I just like to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that's like... Generally, the best choice, at least mathematically, so far where we are in the game. But... Well, for for the kind of combat that yeah they do yes for sure. that you're gonna end up doing. Uh, all right, <laughs> so Hannah is next because you're still in forward stance. Yes. Uh, well, I think I probably have to spend this time recovering my position as an action. Yeah, I, I mean, I pulled over from behind. Like, yeah, you can. Uh, 
I was kind of thinking that could be like your secondary action, like you take a secondary action and a main action. But yeah, you probably, yeah, that's probably fair. The two of you probably need to recover for a moment. Yeah, well, at least I was wildly unprepared. Yeah, for that's this, true. That's right? true. Like, You're facing the wrong I was just yeah. like looking out into the darkness. Just, yeah, Lyriel was like kettle. braced for it and ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably will be okay with the turn. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably like, like literally laying on the ground like, what the hell? <laughs> Sprawled out. And uh, also, because you have to hit your super terrible failure. Um, you're laying there and you look up and you realize like your torch burns out. <gasps> oh no. So oh. suddenly we're <laughs> very close to like almost total darkness. There is a moon, but it's like filtered through the, the canopy of the trees. Um, and your torch, just to clarify, your torch isn't broken. No, it's but just, because yeah, it was doused in the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No matter how well it's made, it if you put fire into dirt, yeah, doesn't yeah. work so great. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So on the plus yeah. side, I didn't light myself on fire. <laughs> I will take that. Uh, I should have. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mentioned, too late. Fire's out. Can't yeah. do it. Don't take back these. Yeah, we're not burning uh, the bridge today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lyriel, you're next. All right. Or this combat yeah. turns into you all fighting the thing, and I'm just running off into the <laughs> river, like. <laughs> so for your main uh, action, you can do a couple different things. You can make an attack, do a combat task. Um, you can move across the battlefield or carry a friend if you want. You can recover a position after a knockback. Um, you can pick up a, we a weapon, helm, or shield, um, and you can, or you can retreat. So those are like the main actions. So um, I want to make an attack on this thing because okay. I'm close enough that yeah. you know. You, and you you had a good enough success. I feel like you probably did some sort of cool roll, like you hit and you like, <laughs> but you were ready for it, so you like yeah. <laughs> So you right. ended up close enough to being on your feet that you can get up on your feet. All right, so that's a seven. Okay. And then another 12, so 19. 19, okay. Over that's my 13. Yeah, that sounds like it'll do well. Very good. And then what weapon are you using again? I'm you using my sword. Okay. It's damage four. Okay. And any sixes? No. Okay. Sadly. Okay. <laughs> so you get a a good swing in. We're gonna say it's like half a second after it's closed its wings around itself because mm -hmm. of Runa's attack, and you realize you slice at it, and you you got a pretty good blow on there, but your very well made Elven sword kind of glances off. Yeah. The whatever this membrane of these wings mm -hmm. are is incredibly tough. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, but you you still do a Otherwise, bit of damage. Why would it be protecting itself with them? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I can math. Oh, math. <laughs> and Erlins. Um, from the very back, he's going to lose another arrow. Okay. I know it's very shocking. Shock. Um, we're gonna say to. Um. I don't remember, and I don't. I don't have anything in my notes about called shots. Um, um I mean, I could prepare a shot. I feel like that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll just see how successful your success is. Ha <laughs> ha. 
I'm going to spend a hope. I want to hit this <laughs> very badly. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I laughed and then my feet dilated. Oh no. Um, I got an eye and a success with the Tanguar. Oh, okay. Well, then you still you still have a success with the Tanguar. Okay. Um, I will let you. What what's your number? Like how above your TM did you get? This time I got four above my TM. Okay. Okay. You should like gauge the amount of success. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Well, you do have a success. Um. So yes. Uh, Go ahead and so you have one Tanguar, so you can choose one off the list of special damage as well. And what's the damage of your arrow normally? Four, and I'm going to, since my feet die was a bust, I'm going to um, also make it a heavy blow and add four. Okay. Because nice. I got strong. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um. And Erland yells back in Elvish some sort of absolute, like, go back to the shadow, very um, full-chested um, yell back as it is yelling at us in Black Beach. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, that pisses it off a lot. Yep. Um, it is looking the worst for wear, and what you did, and, like, like kind of guessing at using your knowledge, because you have lots of knowledge, like at its kind of bat build, you actually um, like grazed its head and like sliced off part of like what looks like its ears. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it has um, like lost its ability to kind of use its like sonar and, and hearing mm -hmm. in that in that one side of its head. So uh, it's still very capable on this side, but that's a huge blow to just its abilities. So. Mm. Um, so it's standing in the middle of you, kind of from just describing, obviously, Erlen's off a ways. Um, but the other three of you are kind of like around it in melee range. Um, so what's going to happen? It's fine. Oh, no. Not great. Still makes it. It's a success. Um, as one tank bar. It did not roll an eye, which is its good one. Um, so, what it does, it suddenly, like, does a, like, a yell. And you kind of, it has this strange, like, voice to it, where it's got this incredibly high-pitched, like, you almost can't hear it tone, and then, like, something that's also incredibly, like, a deep, like, deep bass voice that are kind of, like, harmonizing with each other, but, like, in a, like, discordant way. It's not actually a chord. Um, but, it, yeah, it's it's not great. If Ranyar was there, he'd be very, very in pain. It's not great. That high pitch is basically kind of like a sonar that it's, it's setting off. Um, it's just, like, like, 
says something incredibly rude to Erland in the dark speech. Um, <laughs> like, throws open its wings and does, like, and crouches and does, like, a spin. And it, it has a very long, like, like arm span, and it's got claws, like, where bats would have claws, basically. And it's just, like, and, like, the three of you who are in range just, like, it okay. slice <clears throat> off it. Um, and it's going to do four damage. Um, before or after armor? Uh, before. Okay. And since it's been so long, mm-hmm. What's the... Is, do you roll defensively based on your armor protection? Is that it? No, I think you just have the rating that you subtract, right? I have a... It says 2D. 3D. Yeah. Um, oh, protection test. Yeah, Heat yeah. Protect, die plus armor protection yeah. value and foe's injury rating. Yes. But isn't that for wounds Yeah, again? that's only for wounds. You don't really... Oh. Yeah. yeah, you don't really protect against endurance loss. Gotcha. It's just kind of like... Just soak it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just kind of... What did it get for its attack um it was a 20. ah okay very good that's why i kind of just assumed it was because i don't think anybody has 20 and anything no you know? my parry is 16. Almost. yeah, very yeah close. you're beefy you got a lot of stuff going on that's why i was nervous for a second because there was like there are a few ones in this pile but i also gave it a lot of dice because i was like no it's cool it's yeah cool. i'm making this creature and it's gonna it's gonna be a thing 4v1 <laughs> is Tough. It's fine. Uh, all right. Let me stab it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So it does that, and then, uh, and at the end, its uh, secondary action is going to be to like wrap itself again. It's kind of crouching, and you can see. Um, uh, it's, now that you're all kind of like actually in combat, and it's wrapping its wings. This time, it wraps its wings just a slightly different way. Like the other arm is on top, mm. and you can see like the big holes in the membrane and like the rip where it like was hit by your um your trap and then had to like pull itself free ah. so this like the left we'll say it's the left wing like it's just like really screwed up and really messed up and um, still bleeding just as a point mm -hmm. can we say that hanar got hit right across the cheek sure because he would have aimed for the average Size. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So, so Hannah has like a full like <gasps> German dueling scar. Oh. Kind of okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beard's not gonna grow in as well there. Mm -mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> high. Like I want to go high. So yeah, it won't be like all the way up a beard anymore. It's gonna have. And a... did you put your helmet on before? Probably. Okay. So like, it's got like it starts like here. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. dramatic. Ding. Um. So I'm in open stance, mm -hmm. and I wanted to rally. Okay. Them. I don't. What does that do? So that's your action. Yeah, you took my. Oh, that'll, that'll be my page. page. Yeah, that's that'll be your page. action. Oh, sorry. You can read it out loud since you have the page that has it on there. Fighters keeping an open stance may attempt to rally their comrades when in when the battle is wearing them out. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Only one player hero may choose to rally comrades in any given round. To do so, the acting player makes an enheartened roll as the main action for the round. Yeah. Keep going? No, that's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's how that works. Okay. 
And I would have read it to you, except I handed you the paper so you could see what it said. But you can keep it if you want. <laughs> but I will have you read it since you have it in your hand. Because okay. this, uh, this game is a lot to memorize. And, uh, yeah. it's. it's I'm not going to be able to memorize it all, which is why I have all the printouts. Yep. Um, perfect. Okay. Next round. Does anyone want to change their stance? You can move around if you want. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Okay. Then is, we'll start. Is there an angrier version of forward stance? <laughs> no. Then I'll stay. <laughs> Uh, let's start with Hanar this time, then. Ah. Uh, so I think Get Slashed kind of does like a paw away to make sure that it's not going to bleed into my eye or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just does a full, like, dwarven charge. Okay. Right? Like, just nice. shield up, axe out. Get planning to like impact and chop at the same time, kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a move. Here's where it gets good. Let's go. Go, Hanar. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh my! I didn't get any Tengwars though. Oh, oh disappointing! Okay. I was waiting but for the I got shield threat. All of the success because it's a Gandalf, and then even without the Gandalf counted at all, I still made my number. Okay. Wow. So nice. So you really, really made it. I'm yes. Okay, I great. guarantee that it did not manage to parry. Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh and then my axe is five. Five damage. Okay. Very good. Um yeah, you also you take this swinging, amazing, like dwarven blow. Um, and even with your awesome axe, like it kind of like it feels like you're hitting almost stone. It doesn't damage your axe like you would if sure. you were actually hitting a boulder or something. But it like you, it just does not sink into like you were hitting flesh. Um, but there is like again similar to um, previous hits on it. Like there is a scratch and there is blood, um, but you're actually not even tearing completely through the the membrane of the wings. Uh, Bruno. Yay! All right. Let's go, sword. Sword. <laughs> oh. Okay, this one I'm gonna. Yeah, really that's very crooked. Okay, I'll take it. Um, so I got two tanguars. Okay. Um, 11 plus 12. Yeah, a 23 is... So I crushed my yes, target yes, number. Well done. Um, and I'm going to use those two heavy blows. Okay. So that'll be four and four again? Uh, or five, five and five. Five and five. Yeah. Plus six. 16 damage. Nice. Very You've good. done so much damage. <laughs> I know. So much. What's well, the, the one thing with the extra... Yeah, it's, it's very helpful. Yeah, it's because I roll favored um, against might two, mm-hmm. uh, and I also uh, over Yule practiced my swords. Yep, a mm-hmm. lot. That's why I've actually hit this combat. Nice. <laughs> All right. Next, Maria, what I'm are you gonna doing? Go at it again. Because gonna... we're not to the point where we're like. Super fatigued. Yeah. Weary, weary. Yeah. Oh, okay. A 12 on my heat time. And, and one nice. 
Um, you absolutely succeed in 20. So 20 total. Okay. All right. So then I am going to use. Wait, where is it? It's uh, the middle the, bottom attack rolls. Here. Okay. Um, so then heavy blow. Yeah. Um, so, okay. My sword does four. Mm -hmm. My strength is, the rating is five. Okay. There, there you go. So nine total. Okay. You had only one Tangwar? Yeah. Okay. Very good. But I had also rolled a 12 on my feet die. That's great. That means okay. automatic success, but that doesn't oh, okay. give you extra damage. Okay. Doesn't, if you roll a 12 for anything... Um, doesn't that mean uh, piercing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. It does mean piercing. Blow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. So a piercing blow means that you can uh, basically um, cause a actual wound. So most of the time we're chipping away at endurance, and mm -hmm. actual wounds can uh, take out a creature very, very quickly. Or a player. Very quickly. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get to roll a piercing blow. blow. So you are rolling, uh, you roll 12 on a feet die, so... Um, it's an 18? Yeah. It has to, yeah. Yeah, it has uh, to roll protection. protection so against your swords. Against yeah. Which I think is 18. Or injury rating? Mm -hmm. Yeah, injury rating is 16. Uh, 16. Are you, are you two-handing or one-handing? Um, I am... It's a long sword, yeah. so... Yeah. If you're two-handing it, it's an 18. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Because that's what, you know... Yeah. 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 So it's an 18. So I'm not just yeah. gonna... Like, offensive. So the, yeah, so <laughs> that's it's going to roll to see if it defends itself against okay. you. Nine. Nine. Nope, 14. Oh! Woohoo! First wound. Yeah, good job. Um, so yeah, it can only take... Two of those, by the way, so. Nice. Well done. Going for it. This is yeah. my moment. This is your moment. Do it. All right. Marilyn. Marilyn. All right, here we go. By the way, I'm 100% envisioning Erlen just holding the arrow back at full extension. Oh, yeah, he's just the holding. The whole round. Yeah, he just <laughs> like holds. Just, just like, His draw is yep. so quick, and he just holds. I am going to burn another hope. Okay. We're going to... It's going to happen. This. <laughs> um. Not. I did hit it. Mm -hmm. Unless we live in a world where it's above a twenty. Yeah. Um, and I got two tangwars. Oh. I'm trying to do math. Okay. Um. I believe in you. Got a feet die plus. Okay. With math and my special thing. Mm -hmm. So Erlen's bow, Gerun, is a keen bow. Mm -hmm. And at a nine, it lands a piercing blow. <gasps> my feet die was a five, but I have two tanguar. And for bows, I add two points per tanguar for a piercing blow. Landing on a nine. <laughs> I did the thing. Woo! Okay. Oh. Yeah, he stands there the whole time and mm -hmm. just waits for his opening. Yeah. And it, yeah, it happens just as uh, uh, Lyriel hits like this this total piercing blow. 
it like pushes its back and you see its wings kind of flutter open just a little bit and it like loses that shield for a moment and like your arrow just comes like sailing in for like the exact like perfect shot and you just like it doesn't even make like a screeching noise it kind of like like it was going to and it like can't um and you just see like hatred burning in its eyes um and then it like for a moment like barely like you can barely hear it in this like deep voice you may be blessed with great gifts but we will take them and your hope from you and they kind of like clump then it's dead good job That was actually more unpleasant than I thought it would be, and I was running this encounter should it ever occur. I thought it was disgusting hearing the black speech, but hearing this, hearing our language. <laughs> what did it speak in? It, it, oh. it spoke common at the end. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Is everyone right? All right. Mostly. Got me in the side a little, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. Hannah, you you have a... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it will stop eventually, I think. My face is still attached. All right. What do we do with We're this? Oh, yeah. I think we bring it back to the ruins. Right? Should we? I feel like this is something that deserves a, a pyre. Yes. Yes. Removed. Yes. And not under the eaves of these trees. No. Let's do it then. Alright. I'm going to go find some wood. Uh, I'm going to take up the legs. We should stay in pairs. I yeah. think it was probably alone, but just in case. It's fast. I'll get the other end. Okay. I'll go with Erland to gather wood. You are able. You're in a forest. You find the wood. We know the wood around here. <laughs> if you encounter another one, yell like you did last time. Because we'll hear you for sure. I think they heard me in town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were able to find everything you need to uh, um, build a pyre for this incredibly large thing. Um, as you you burn it, you find a clearing in the forest, um, and it, it the stench is just atrocious. Um, I think very um, horribly. Before we burn it, Erland takes a pretty detailed drawing of it. Um, specifically the intent, and he would say so, to bring it to um, uh, Rivendell and give it to Glorfindel. Yeah. Yeah, and Glorfindel had um, described these creatures to you as something that he was familiar with. Um, But, yeah, definitely just confirming is always a good idea. Well, and then you can be like, this is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Avoid Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. It didn't have anything else upon it, 
itself. Did it before we? Um, I didn't know if it wore. Yeah, uh, a pouch or any, you know. No, it has um, some like, uh, like scar tattoos and just also scars, kind of on its uh, on its body, um, and on the inside of its wings just a little bit. Um, but I don't know. If you want to roll for lore, maybe. Yeah. What are what are what are they? What are they? Roll for lore. Yeah. You always roll your default too. Oh, Yes. And for once, the good thing you're here. I failed my lore roll. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Can I do math? I just make my lore roll. Okay. Well, you are very young, so yes. Um, you would know that this was. Some of it is like superstition of more uh, of the dark forces. Some of it's like prayers and the dark speech to their lord. Um, some of it is uh, kind of like similar to like is like from those of us from the movies and the books, like the ring. Some of it's like verse about that they think would make like give them blessings of the dark lord. So it's just all like a bunch of like nasty stuff. Um, you do see that some of it's like fresh, like like new. Like some of it still like has scabs on it. Um, and this would tell you that like it like this and probably other creatures like it expect more battles to come. Mm. Like this is a sign that they are like like this is a thing they only do when they think they're gonna fight. Or when they're getting ready for some like big thing. And I tell them all that. We must be on our guard. And my apologies, when we we're first traveling to Rivendell. On my watch, I did see something flit. Ah. Uh, hmm. But nothing came near, and so I, I thought it wise not to worry you. I understand the sentiment. We have seen this following us before. Um, if you see something like that again, please tell us. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Oh, darkness rises. And we put it down. And we, we will again. I'm very tired. I think we should go back to bed. Mm. Yes. Good fighting, everyone. I yes. just thought I would compliment you all on your skill. Thank you. Indeed, I... Appreciate still being here, thanks to your speed <laughs> and bravery. Indeed. As always, well struck. And you as well. And you as well. That last yes. arrow. So impressive. Killing blow. I might have been doing some training. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't noticed. <laughs> Very nice. So you go back in and um, have a restful evening, whether you take watches or not. Nothing else happens. I don't uh, think Henner goes back to bed. Okay. Like, he'll go and sit mm -hmm. by the fire, but not. Okay. I'm going to do something a little creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on. Um, once it's, like, burned down, I want to take the skull to put in the archive. Okay. Nice. Okay. 
um, you do, uh, it, it's blackened from obviously the fire. Um, you see it has these large like fangs. Um, and when you pick it up, it is incredibly heavy. Hmm. Like, you wouldn't expect it to be heavy like this, especially being a, a winged creature. Um, but it, it, it weighs on you as you, as you carry it. Um, and I'm going to put it in something <laughs> so it can't, like, look at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. You put it in a sack or something? Put, yeah, just okay. put it in a bag. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's disquieting. It's, like, interesting, but it, it is a little... It's something that you're kind of aware of. Okay. Um, sort of similar to how Hanar, um, when he had the pearl before he even knew what was in it, like, it was just something that was, like, always on the back of his mind just slightly. Mm-hmm. It's just, you find yourself kind of, like, keep coming back to the thought that it's there. So, just a little, little bit disquieting. Okay. Is everyone okay with her having the skull, like, in the house? Okay. Yeah. okay. Just outside. <laughs> on the stoop. <laughs> <laughs> in the storeroom. Just a little sign, leave evil skulls here. <laughs> Shocked we don't have one already. It just feels like an important and thing. Like, look, these shoes. things exist. Yes. Sure. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. Leave skulls and shoes at the door. <laughs> um, so yeah, next morning, Hanar has not gone back to bed. Runa, after you took the skull, is it... It'd probably take many hours to burn down. Yeah. So it's probably the next morning, honestly. Yeah, you did that. probably like went back for it. Okay. Um, and uh, there is like a strange haze in the forest. Um, it, it's kind of fog, but it also kind of feels almost like the, the darkness of this creature. Like when you burned it, like the smoke just couldn't rise because it's mm. so foul and so evil. Like... Even the skies rejected this, and so it's just kind of like floating below. It doesn't cause you any harm or anything, but it's just like gross. Yeah. Alan wakes up bright and early, starts to make nice early breakfast, um, just to kind of like rouse the spirits after a long night. Um, yeah. You have a fine breakfast that is uh, delightful and almost Hobbit-worthy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> things are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's just kind of like this weird filter of lights. Um, your torch lights back up and everything is fine. Um, yeah, overnight I probably yeah, yeah. fixed it and polished it and yeah. reset it. What did you do when since you didn't go back to bed? What were you, what were you working on or thinking about? I think he spent a lot of time just sitting watching the fire. Thinking about... The fire in the ruins or the fire where you were cremating the bat? Well, we brought it back to the ruins, but we didn't light it on fire in the forest, right? We burned it near the ruins. Yeah, not, you're yeah, not like in on your... On the shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I was trying probably, to picture whether you were inside, like by your fire that you sleep by, or no. I probably stayed up by the by the pyre fire mm-hmm. for just a long to time. make sure. <laughs> well, I mean, a little of that for sure, but I think he probably is spending a lot of time like thinking about the places that we saw this thing, mm-hmm. especially after you mentioned you saw it near Rivendell and like 
where we saw it before and like this thing has followed for miles and successfully and thinking about all the places that we've been that we don't necessarily want it to know about or do and then i think he probably writes a letter back to the shire mm -hmm. oh yeah and I think he probably sketches the thing too mm -hmm. and writes a letter to his art teacher in Rivendell to be like, here's this thing we fought and I don't know how close it got to you all, but with a little bit of concern, like, yeah, I know elves are prone to be like, meh, we got this handled, <laughs> but no, I mean, this is a terrible thing. Yeah. So, um, as you're kind of ruminating on that, you probably would um, kind of be tracking as it followed you. You'd probably be more concerned about the Shire. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and that would, all, that would definitely kind of be one of the more vulnerable places. Um, since sure. most of the other places you hung out are great elven straw homes. But, um, and also like Creek's Crossing. But it does also occur to you um, and I'm not going to be bold, I'm just going to give this to you, but like, it, it obviously was following you for a reason, and it obviously was not planning on having an altercation with you. So, it, it, either it was working of its own will, or someone sent it to just be your shadow and follow you and either collect information or something else. So, sure. Yeah. Guy's face is amazing right now. <laughs> just total disgust. <laughs> <laughs> I think Erlen purposely puts it all away <laughs> and is like very cheerful in the morning and ready for another adventure. Mm -hmm. All right. So what would you like to do that morning? Also specifically, I think Hanar would use like a dagger and heat it up and cauterize mm -hmm. his ah. mm -hmm. cut. Okay. Because it was made by that thing. Like yeah. That. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Then um probably over breakfast, mm -hmm. some planning. Um, are we traveling north? I'm still for it. Monster, treasure. Well, at least we won't have that following us. <laughs> yes, I... I thought I'd have given it up. Foolish me. Mm -hmm. Alright. Well, let's gather our things and... Conventional space. Um, just a little bit of uh, reminders. Um, and you've probably heard the story through over Yule and all these things. Um, so you found this haunted golden birdcage that was being used um, by eventual spirits to take out people on the road. Um, and it kept saying how it was too late. It was too late. Um, and it was a well-dressed nobleman of an age, um, like previous for humans, 
quite some time ago, not so long ago for, for the elves, um, but it was of the time where um, the kingdoms, it had been one kingdom um, when humans came, first came over from Numenor, but since then through inheritance and having multiple children, things like that, it had broken into multiple kingdoms. Um, so uh, the rumor that you'd heard um, was that, uh, let's see, there was a large creature that was wandering and um, killing in different places. Um, and you had also kind of linked it to um, the possible lore of this birdcage that um, different people along the way had told you um, was part of uh, the last king of um, Arthedain, um, and who had been fleeing with a bunch of treasure, um, and then was trapped in this old dwarf mine that they've been uh, looking for some some sanctuary from this large creature. Um, unfortunately, um, many of them died. They were caught there for some time, and while they left with the the finest things when they finally were able to escape there's rumors that there's this huge like amount of treasure that's still in these dwarven mines um but no one's ever been able to successfully retrieve them um, some because dwarf mines are incredibly complicated just to get through <laughs> you know it's uh you know planned and there's places where they'd hide the treasure and stuff and also because um like this this creature is still rumored to be out there uh, and uh yeah i think that's everything yeah yes mm -hmm. uh -oh. just reviewing my notes yeah so you have not seen this creature you don't know for certain um if it is in fact the same creature from the legends it is a fact, a known fact, that this prince or king was stuck in these mines for a period of time. People have gone looking for the treasure. Some of them have returned and just had not found it. Some of them never have returned. So it's kind of a mix of different reasons. Some return with some amazing things, but whether that's actually pieces of the treasure or if that's things left over from the great dwarven civilization that used to be there, unknown. Um, or maybe they're just liars and who knows. Uh, out of character, mm -hmm. are all of the humans in Middle-earth Numenorean descendants? No. Okay. So there were multiple sources of humanity. Yes, there were already um, humans here in Middle-earth. Okay. The Numenoreans were rewarded for their fighting on the side of the Valar with a resplendent, incredible island nation. So they were, right. yeah. But then they screwed that up and the rest of them yeah. came here. Yeah, so yeah. the rest of them came here. So the Dunedain are kind of the descendants of the Numenorians, while there's a lot of regular folk that are just, yeah, that are just yeah, for the people who are already okay. here. Yeah. Um, and then there's some who are kind of in between who are the de descendants of, because the, the, the different races of men intermingled. Also, the Numenorians landed all over the place. Yeah. Uh. So like Gondor... That there's a reason the line of kings is Numenorean. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, and second, is this abandoned dwarven kingdom area that we're heading towards, like one of the ones that was 
murdered by dragons? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Okay. That's a good question. Because I read up on that. Okay. How dwarves are like, yeah, those rings don't actually work on a sucker. <laughs> but then the dwar- the dragons were like, oh, but they're delightful and we'd like to eat them. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is the end of the first age. So these are these are old oh. dwarven mice. Mm. Like, gotcha. A lot older than your your old your old elf friend here. So the end of the first age, um, there was a great cata- cataclysm. Um, reshaped the land and a lot of different things and that's when these dwarven mines were abandoned gotcha okay. so these would be incredibly ancient for even you sure, um, sure so like the the dwarvish that was spoken in you know at this time you probably would barely recognize it sort of how some of us would speak recognize some bits of latin mm-hmm. like it's it's that ancient not even that old old english yeah, yeah. All like right yeah english. yeah middle yeah. english beowulf like oh god <laughs> yeah exactly um, so yeah, very sure. very ancient. Um, and even so ancient, you probably would like vaguely know that there used to be a civilization here, but yeah, right. It was not one of those like, oh, it was rehabilitated or no. Sure. No, this is up in the the Blue Mountains. Um, your people would probably be the descendants of this. Thing because they are in a similar in region, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it was never rehabilitated, um, and it's not completely clear like why it was abandoned. Um, I'm sure at one point it was, but that that would be incredibly ancient history. Okay. I just took great delight in the fact that like the dwarf king rings didn't work. Like, <laughs> oops! Uh, Thanks for you. the bobble. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they actually worked. Worked. Yeah. Like they were super useful, <laughs> but they weren't under control. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's cool. The dwarves are actually made of literally different stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think we gather our things and mm-hmm. start to head north. Now, the question is, when we travel north, which route are we taking? Great question. Um, and our plan is to head all the way up to the old dwarf mines at the very top of the map, yeah? Correct. That's yeah. our target area? Mm-hmm. Correct. And we are... We're... Somewhere... We're right by that V, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I suppose I could bring up the map and let everyone join in the fun. <laughs> Hold on. There we are. I mean, it seems wise to take the river as far up as we can go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Uh, I would say take it all the way north. And, and just get off and hike a little south. And then hike along the, the foothills and up into the mountains of the pass. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Cool. I think that's our route. Yeah. River time. Oh, no, not boats. <laughs> hate boats. Well, even if we don't take a boat and we just follow the river. Sure. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at some point, like, 
the little loom there is going to get uh, and like high up enough, it's going to be not big enough for a full boat for all. Yeah, of you. <laughs> yeah. we're actually going almost to the northern yeah. coast, past on the on the right hand, yeah. the places yeah. we should not go. <laughs> well, the the river skirts the not terrible lands yes. until we get as close as we possibly can. Yeah, and then we just go a little bit through not through terrible, right? Sort of terrible. Yes. So what is up here? Um, a frozen bay and a lot of um, fallen old kingdom. Ah, it's literally like the black lands. Yeah. Um, on the map, all the orange areas are um, like dark lands. Like it's dangerous, much yeah. more dangerous. So yeah. It's also where a lot of the old wars from the era that we're talking about were fought. <laughs> so we're going to the dwarven mine that's in an orange area. And on top of that, it's perilously in the orange. It's oh. double bad. We've avoided all places like this for the most part, with the exception of Swanfleet. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could take a much longer route down and around through I was having that kind lands. of wonder as well. And then a little bit, just a wee teensy bit through Darklands. And also the Corlinden um, region is actually where Erland started his Yule. That's where it's from. From, from. Is Forland a elven city also? Uh, for, yes, all of this is uh, Linden Elven Kingdom. Ah. Well, I'd be fine with that also. Mm -hmm. We could take a little stop over in Forland and rest kind of halfway. Mm. I, I don't know about you all, but I'm absolutely not in the best of shape to go on a massive journey <laughs> the, without a rest break. The other, uh, so we're doubling the length to go that way, but the journey will be easier. My other concern is that um, our one hint was on this side of the mountains, and if we go the other way, we will be away from that area. We found That's the bird true. cage on this side uh. of the Blue Mountains. It is a lot shorter this way. Yes. Uh, I suppose if you all want to go north, we could follow the little loon across and stop at my home. Yeah, we can go to your home for one. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm for that. Let's go yeah. meet some dwarves. I don't know how the hell that's going to go, but sure. Oh, no. Runa's going <laughs> to make friends. More likely you than I. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Journey. Let's go to Hanar's journey house. Journey phase. Yep. All right. So we need to pick our roles for the journey phase. Right. And we need to figure out who our guide will be. It's been a while. I don't remember what I'm good at. Many things. <laughs> it still makes me laugh thinking about the dwarven hunting technique of going ah <laughs> just running after things and hugging <laughs> I mean there's a lot of the dwarven things that make me laugh a lot <laughs> um, I can take look out awesome that's the one thing I am absolutely not qualified that's, that's to the one I have Loads of stuff in. Um, <laughs> I suppose I could do guide. I could also travel. guide. Okay. No, I mean, that's fine, too. I can do hunting. Uh, I am also good at scout, so... Cool. 
Yeah, I can do hunter or scout. Um, let's see. What is my travel? Uh, travel is about the same. All three of those are the same for me. And as a reminder, we studied, stored, and figured maps. Yes. So yes. we have a plus one on the journey table roll. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I remember your your blessings as well, if you have any blessings. Yes, yeah, this is why I was like, I could travel. Yeah? I'm feeling very spirited in that direction. I remember how everything works. Okay, so I'm sorry. So we have a guide. Okay. I am guiding. Okay. And then I'll scout. Ireland, you're scouting. You're I'm my lookout, out. and you're my hunter. Great. Perfect. All right. So roll for your guiding. <sighs> so you're going to roll travel. You've got to be joking me. Okay, well... <laughs> I still made it. Okay. But my dice tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's a, it's a success. I, okay. I definitely beat my target. Perfect. So that means we're going to go two hexes. Um, and let's see. Event targets. Oh, six. So the hunter. Oh, that's me. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll and see if you're successful in hunting. Let's find out. No. Oh. I said no. All right. Lembus is it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, you were going to have a chance meeting. Unfortunately, um, yeah, we have another one of those moments where, you know what? I'm going to have it be. Leorin and Ranyar. Again. Again. <laughs> He's just wandering right. around like, where the heck are they? They're supposed <laughs> to be walking this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> everyone takes one fatigue, please. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you're all uh, like walking near the, the river. Um, and... Uh, maybe you like go a little bit away from the bank of the river for a moment, um, and we see, you know, oh, we're gonna go this way. Oh, you're hunting, so yeah. you, you'll you'll leave the bank of the river to do some hunting, just slightly away, um, and it's like on the other side of the river, like walking downward towards the ruins. We see um, Leorin and Ranyar, and Leorin seems to be like talking to his dog Ranyar, like having a full one-sided conversation about something. <laughs> Probably complaining about where all of you are. <laughs> you never find us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had some fatigue traveling to... Uh, was it? Oh, to... Uh, to Mifflin? 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 Oh, oh, that was that, that, gone? That, Yeah, it's okay. all yeah, You had the most restful, most relaxing, beautiful beach picnic ever <laughs> that took away all your fatigue. <laughs> um... But you do start again now. All right. Very nice. Next one. Oh. Okay. Or is everyone keeping their same job? Keeping everything? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. I'm happy to trade if someone feels like trading. But... Okay. 
getting scarier by the second. Your dice do not like you. They do not want me to succeed at this, but I do succeed okay. by, I think, by one. Okay. <sighs> I will favor three <laughs> die in this. Oh my gosh. They're trying real hard. They are. All right, so that's two more hexes. Oh my god. Oh no, I'm sorry. That should be three hexes for the first one and three oh. hexes for the second one. My, my bad. So we should be on six hexes now. Great. Great. We're there. Um, any Tanguars, though? No. 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 We're just getting by. Just open. Okay. So, <laughs> should be six hexes now. Okay, great. Um, Then... Oh, my hunter again. Okay. Where are you going? All right, dice. Do a slightly better job, please. That's a much better job. Okay. I succeeded. <laughs> Nothing special, but I did succeed. Okay. Um, zero fatigue for everyone then. Yay! Um, and Ooh. then the eight chance meeting. <laughs> Yay! Um, we're going to say that this time, though, sorry, Lauren and Rania are on their way They're elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to find a. Uh, just a hunter who's in the forest and it seems like that is part of his trade as he you know hunts animals collects their pelts um smokes their meat and you know sells it uh, as he hits different towns and things like that um, and he is very familiar with this area and um is able to offer you a bit of food and exchange for a bit of company he seems wildly unused to like having conversations with people oh. <laughs> um he's like the true grit dentist <laughs> maybe <laughs> oh okay okay if you haven't seen the film then i can't okay yes yeah, sorry yeah. there's music there has to be music okay oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah he seems baffled by music also but enjoys it um he has a squirrel that is kind of his little companion that it uh, sits, he has a very large hat um, and it tends to like sit on the brim of his hat when he's walking around. And then when he's sitting with you around the fire in the evening, it kind of like sits on his shoulder um, and he like feeds it bits of things as he goes. Um, cute. It's like, very cute. A yeah. thousand percent all night, I'm waiting for it to talk or wink. Waiting for you to talk to it. Oh, she definitely talks to the squirrel. <laughs> Can you, can you, I can't speak squirrel. Oh, okay. I was like, Rita just like talk, always talks to animals oh, yeah, yeah. anyway, um, even if she doesn't understand their language. Yeah. But it works for birds now, so I just wanted to double it check. It does work for birds now. Yeah, this is why Erlen was like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> like when Leirin first met her, like she was talking to her horse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just wanted to double check mechanically. Like Mechanically, no. Okay, maybe the squirrel it's like does not understand. animals of a certain size. Disney princess. Okay. No. Just birds. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the hunter, um, his name is um, Bevan. And uh, yeah, he talks to a squirrel. He thinks it's totally normal. You talk to a squirrel. Of course he talks to a squirrel. Um, the squirrel does not ever talk back. And it does not give any indication that it understands anything that is being said um, in any way. It seems like a very normal squirrel who <laughs> just happens to realize, hey, there's a lot of free food with this person. <laughs> I think every so often, Erlen just looks at Liriel, like, is there something I'm missing here? 
shrug. <laughs> Slowest shrug. Just like a slow shrug. Like, nah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, so you have a perfectly pleasant evening. Um, are there any specific things you'd like to ask him? Um, I guess I would ask him um, if he had heard any rumors similar to like the travelers along the road that ex- experienced the birdcage ghost or things about the mine mm-hmm. um since that's what we're kind of up here investigating yeah uh, well i don't i don't ever go up into the whole mountains that's a terrible idea that's not a terrible idea why would they do i up in the mountains i don't know he starts talking to a squirrel probably he does this like quite often like he kind of gets distracted because he's so used to only talking to a squirrel because he's by himself all the time that he suddenly will, oh, and then he'll kind of come back to, oh, yes, I have people, other people to talk to. Um, But I have seen uh, bits of the signs of this great beast that you speak of, yes, and I have heard many stories of it attacking people along the roads and anyone who gets close up into the mountains. So I also heard that it had eaten the whole dwarven civilization. Is that the case? Well, not mine, but uh, perhaps uh, oh. there are beasts capable of doing so. I certainly hope this isn't one of them. I haven't actually seen it, but it seems quite large. I wouldn't if we'd run the other way. Obviously, I wouldn't you run the other way. I would run the other way. It seems like a bad idea to sit and wait for it to eat you or to stand there with a sword. It seems like a very You bad said idea. you'd seen signs of the beast. Oh, yes. Like footprints, tracks. What kind type of signs have you seen? Yes, I... I don't know if it is, in fact, that beast, but it's a very large beast. But there are occasionally tracks. Um, sometimes you find uh, signs of, of its feasting and prey. I have found bits of belongings to of travelers who must have met their ends in some way. Um, never any of like them themselves, but often there'll be a pile of belongings or such things. Um, I once found a half-eaten horse. What do Ooh. the tracks look like? Oh, uh, it's a bit hard to tell, but they are they are great kind of paws, um, but more like uh, like a like bear paws. But the claws are a little bit off. It's very strange. Very strange. About how? What size? Oh, uh. That's, Hard to say, hard to say. I mean, sometimes they're quite wee, but then sometimes they're great big. Uh, so it's hard to tell sometimes if which ones are what are the beast. The, the, the half-eaten horse? Yes. One bite or many? Oh, I think just one. That is a large bite. Erlen goes sheet white. <laughs> This is why it's hard to tell with the the paw prints, because generally there's not just, like, one big print. It's, like, the piece, or maybe one toe that's in the mud, or things like that. Right? It's just the one toe last time. I think it was only the one toe last time. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was the right The fish was large enough to eat half a horse. Was it? Easily. If it had been, you know, in the water. All right. Never ride a horse in a lake again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. No more lakes. (laughs) Sure, sure. 
the oversized bear could do so. Mm -hmm. A horse at one bite. Well, indeed. But greatly be. oversized, maybe. All right. I mean, very if... tiny horses in dwarven lands. <laughs> no. Well, yes, indeed. <laughs> Those are called ponies. Well, yes, but I mean, even even a pony. I mean, it's like you have ponies with you, you can't like. <laughs> yeah. A bear can't eat like that in one bite. What kind a, of a bear? Very large eat? bear. Very large bear. Uh, anything at that size? We heard funny. rumor of very large swans. If there can be very large swans, there could be very large bears. Never did lay eyes on the swans. Well, no, but everyone seemed to be in consensus that they were much larger than an average swan. He's looking at you. Not like anywhere nearby. Wild, no, far, like, far away. He's looking at a squirrel, like, concerned for their welfare <laughs> with these wild people. Do you see this? <laughs> yeah, squirrel? <laughs> They're talking about giant swans. I've never seen a giant squirrel. Good. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> I was reassuring the squirrel. Oh. I wasn't even talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> reassuring even the better. squirrel. <laughs> 100%. I'm pretty sure that anybody that has an animal is some kind of intelligent creature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, he thinks you're very uneducated, and he thinks you're all. <laughs> he thinks there's a giant swan. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> and squirrels. I don't even think Hannah picks up on that. No, he's just so not. confident that it's all true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Have you encountered any fur? Oh, uh, sometimes caught on things, but fur is a hard thing to catch. Like, like. It does not seem that thing sheds, at least where I have been. Uh, but I would think there'd be giant fuzz everywhere. But uh, no, n nothing, nothing from that beast that I know of. So no fur th caught on thorns, or I mean, occasionally, but it's hard to tell if it's from that or. I mean, if it was, I mean, perhaps it rubs on trees way up above my head. I do not know, but. If there have been, if I've seen the fur of such a creature, I have not known it was that. All right. The 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 tracks. Is there just a chance that they are more of a reptilian nature? Uh, reptilian. Uh, I don't know that I have seen reptile tracks. I have seen, like, the wee lizards that yes. crawl about. Now make it very big. Oh, oh no, these, whatever made these tracks has pads. All right. Oh. He looks at you like, what? <laughs> Erlen's going, dwarves and dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like he, he like, the, the Bevan is sitting there with a the squirrel, like, grinning, like, like okay. Yeah, like, like totally. I found the craziest yeah. people in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Humoring all of you, like, okay, I don't know how they survived not knowing anything about anything in the wilderness. I think I think when Erlen bring, brings that up, Hannah's like, no, 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 this isn't a, a dragon area, no. You, you no. think that the, they've quarantined themselves somewhere? Well, they don't get out much. <laughs> Your 
very right. I think I just let my fear get the better of me. And the last one was taken care of? Yes, yes, and that was a minute ago at this point. Uh, the tracks, where did you see them? Oh, uh, there have been a few times that I've seen them around uh, the base of the mountains here, sometimes by the river, but kind of a bit of everywhere. Um, but as I said, there's never been one clear one. There's always bits and pieces of one. Mm. Mm. Um, I tell him what our planned route is. I say, um, is this way relatively safe or is there an area we should particularly avoid? Well, I avoid all of that. But um, it might be as safe as the others. I generally stick to by the river. That is where the best hunting is and smaller creatures. And uh, yeah, I just avoid the large mountains entirely for the most part. I sometimes go near the base just a bit, but those are dark lands and I avoid them unless I am after a specific query and I know it will pay off. That is fair. All right. But like, back home, there was there a common story told to the dwarven children not to run off because giant bear might eat you, or were there any rumors like that? that You're asking me, the GM out of yes. character. Okay. You said, I said it a little in character, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> you remember your childhood, dwarf. <laughs> I've been on the road a long time. <laughs> the squirrel knows all. <laughs> um, I mean, there were lots of stories told like that specifically. Getting out of the mine wasn't generally something that young dwarves did a lot of until they were of an age to like go out on, on hunting parties and things like that. Um, so, I mean, to some extent, there probably were some things you could assume might be linked with that, but they also told like stories about Balrogs coming to eat you if you were bad and things like that. Sure. So, very traumatizing. <laughs> uh, so, a like, greater concern for the dwarven children that grew up on the lower level. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's really warm down here for some reason. So, uh, sleep with one eye open. Yeah, but, but thinking back, that you, you, yeah, there might be some stories that you were told as a child that you had written off as like folk tales that, well, maybe, maybe they weren't so false. Mm. Okay. Uh, Marilyn just starts mentally going through all of the horrible things that he has ever read about in everything. Now that we know that the horrible Batman is real, mm -hmm. he's going, oh no, this is... Alright, back into the Glorfindel yarn board time. Yes. <laughs> can, I, can I roll against my lord to see if I would have heard of a giant bear-type thing? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, 17 and one, um... Tengor. Tengor. Okay, is that above, is that a success? Oh, perfect. Oh, it was 17? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so you definitely would have heard and maybe even known people who faced this. It's called the, ter the Terror of Angmar. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is... Guy's <laughs> face is That name is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is... Uh, a great kind of misshapen bear form. Um, and 
it has a little bit of an eerie human-like face. Um, and then uh, and its hands, actually. Like, it, it does have, like, bare paws as its, like, back legs, but it has almost, like, bare hands for its its front feet. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty gross. It's horrifying and delightful. <laughs> I'm very excited. What yeah. a nightmare. And we all know now why the Witch King moved out. <laughs> the neighbor was bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jump on the back of that wraith thing and fly away screaming. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's really why he's screaming. <laughs> yeah. He's... yeah. Um, yeah. It is uh, incredibly ancient. If it's a, if it's the same beast, like it is ancient beyond measure. This would be one of the creatures, like from like the first war like with with um where the elves were fighting morgoth so wow. yeah so it would be beyond ancient but it's possible like maybe it had like a like Descendants, pups or something yeah. and like who knows like which they would also be incredibly ancient if it was them so it's like whatever it is um yeah and you would know uh it was like something that was feared and sent by um, the darkness to do awful tasks. Like while the bats were messengers and spies, this was something that they would send to like destroy cities and towns. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. How much of this do you share? <laughs> All of it. Okay. <laughs> Kimmy, how much does Erland know about shape changers? Shape changers? Yeah, like Bjorn. Like oh, Rolor. <laughs> Deep cut today, guys. <laughs> I feel that's every session. Yeah, <laughs> every session, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry about like this deep dive. I just make it. Um, you probably know whispers and like rumors of them. Um, you probably couldn't like name. No, this was so yeah. long ago. Yeah, but you would know similar to like with the otters, like you know that were awakened creatures. Like maybe such things still exist, but maybe there was a story that I heard once from the elder days of men who weren't men that were also beasts. Um, and I have never heard much beyond rumor. I fear that this might be some corruption of that. It very well could be. <sighs> Or they could have created a new tarot. Oh, this is very bad. If it was a creature that was created once, it could be created again. Whatever it is sounds like a danger that should be removed yes. from the area. Yes. Ooh. Hunter's just sitting there like 
sipping his drink. <laughs> okay, now you guys are talking about winter bears <laughs> and ancient monsters. <laughs> well, I think it's time for me to get some sleep yawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're probably going to hike a bit for just health. Had a good trip. Oh. And I... Blessings on all of you. I'm glad the battle I'll guide you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Gather his things. Ways. Takes a squirrel and goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably have offered him some seasonings. Uh-huh. Just random selection of things. And he takes a gingerly. He could make put on the smoked meat. Yeah. No. They appreciate this. He would like to go now. Yes. <laughs> now you fully frightened him. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So you have your uh, chance meeting, and you get some important information from it. It's a heck of a meeting. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have spoken so openly in front of him. Why not? Well, who's he going to tell the squirrel? True. Devious <laughs> things. Better he's a bit afraid of this thing than. He stumbles into it. I think he's more afraid of us now. <laughs> well, a rumor of a strange collection of travelers in the north would also keep him away. True enough. Oof. I'm going to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, next roll. <laughs> Everything's fine. Fair fear. Me, Kai, I'm like, I love you, uh, mm-hmm. Out of character, was Angmar at all related to these kingdoms that broke up? Uh, Angmar uh, is way up at the top of the map. Um, the Witch King is from there. The Witch King right, of yeah, Angmar, right. yeah. So it is not, uh, it is not, it was not one of the, the human kingdoms. It got that name later. So, ah, okay. I mean, all of this area was originally part of, like, this one big kingdom that was broken up. But Angmar itself is just a bad, dark place. Anything with it and of Angmar is bad. Yeah, but, like, Angmar got its name after these kingdoms broke up. Uh, yes, I believe so. It used to be called something. Yeah, it had another name. No, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. Just, yeah, okay. Yeah, but Angmar was its, like, darkness bad name. It means... It was uh, yeah. part of Ru- uh, Rudar, uh, which was a neighboring kingdom to yeah. Arthedain. Yeah. So it was one of the... One of them, but then, you know, bad darkness. Okay. Um Yeah. 1300. Second age, third age, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. So this creature traveled quite a ways. Yeah. Yeah. To get here, if it is what we fear. Well, Ingmar's not that far. Like, you went a lot farther to get to Rivendell. Well, sure, oh, but yeah. for a random monster to wander this far... Yeah. He usually would have had to have a purpose. The other thing, so like going back to the whole like everything in the north is black land, like literally, so Forodwais, which is like the border kingdom region to the northern waste. It's called the northern waste because it got like magically nuked during the war. Yeah, it's um, bad. So there's a lot of um, 
there would have been a lot of transit back then in that region because there were all kinds of elven strongholds and things in that area. Mm. In uh, reality, Erlen's ancestors are from a little bit further north. Mm-hmm. Also, like once like Angmar fell, there were a lot of fell beasts and stuff that no longer had anybody telling them what to do. So they just started kind of wandering about. Sure. Um, yeah. All right. I succeeded. Okay. So that's three more exits. We're at. Which means we get there. Yeah, we're at Hanar's home. Yep. Yeah. So excited. I'm going to have one more thing happen, though, for whatever it is. So it's going to be my scout. Who's my scout? Not me. Is that oh, me? That's you. I'm lookout. No, that is me. Okay. Aha. I'm so used to <laughs> it not being me. <laughs> I made it. Okay. Nothing special. Okay. Um, then you take two fatigue, everyone. Um, and uh, there's a mishap you narrowly avoid. Nothing super serious, but what is the mishap that you avoid just as you are arriving home? And it can be something also humorous. It doesn't have to be something like physically dangerous. I think... As we got near nearer the mountains, we started to cloud cover, and it started to rain. Okay. So I think we narrowly avoided maybe a flash flood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. As it came down the mountains, uh, the you know the, the the river overflowed its banks, and uh, but having grown up here, I was like, yeah, okay, it's raining. Never be by the river. <laughs> uh, so we moved away a little way. Okay. Um. But getting to this area, now we're just soaked, right? It's just been consistently raining for the whole day, and yeah. Excellent. Right. In, a, in a narrative mirror to Hanar's feelings. Aww. Aww. Um, all right. Um, we're actually going to end there tonight, because I'd like to kick off the next session with our arrival um, and have a bit of a meeting with people maybe there if you choose it and then moving on from there for our next part like of our journey. Sounds good. Right. Mm-hmm. A giant mm-hmm. bear. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. It's a rumor. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we get there. It's just a group of bandits with weird bear feet stamps. <laughs> We're like, oh. We've already done this one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, I'd like to thank our chat mod, James B, for all your hard work. Um, thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you that we're able to play games that we want to without worrying about getting ad revenue or sponsorships from anyone. Um, you can join their heroic ranks and keep us producing things that we like for fun. That's for fun, not for money. Um, at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Um, let's see, let's go around the table. We'll start with Samantha this time. Hello, that's me. Um, Sam, a.k.a. Runa of Bree, your friendly neighborhood, um, sword swinger this episode. (laughs) Um, you can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid on most of the socials. And if you want to see weird, creepy, cute art that I do put on clothing, you can check out my shop, stearnastore.com. Hi guys, I'm Kai. I've been the shockingly heroic Erlen 
Um, you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. Um, and you can follow all of my adventures, including on the just announced last week, uh, Transplanner RPG, where I'm joining the main cast of Campaign 2, where we are a all trans people of color led uh, actual play where we are ex exploring a uh, very, very uh, range of multiverses and planes as we uh, journey to do the will of fate. That starts not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, um, and it's going to be quite a ride. So that's Transplanter RPG on all social media, and then um, I'm also a producer and player for the Lore Brewery. We just dropped. We're going to drop a new episode this Sunday of our fairy tale game, uh, Far Far Away, which is a 5e adventure uh, where we take fairy tales that you know, uh, some maybe you don't, and make them very weird and even as dark as they are actually <laughs> written to be. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's it for me. And then I'll be back in a week to finally see Hannah's home. Yay! So excited. All right, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on, the only social I'm on right now is Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Mishulu, and you can also listen to me on the 12-Sided Stories podcast. Uh, pick a series, any series. We, we just passed 200 episodes, so... Um, yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. Otherworld Seattle second season is coming out soon, and nice. it's really, really exciting. That's awesome. Hi, everybody. Uh, once again, I am Kadev, uh, and I get to spend the week thinking up the, the horrible family dynamics that Hannah <laughs> left about uh, so that I can send them to Kimmy and we can figure out how that's going to work. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's summertime, finally. So I'm hoping to get back to streaming um, because I'm not constantly driving my children everywhere. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have been playing Diablo, but I will likely get back to Dave the Diver because I still haven't beat that yet. I want to. Awesome. And I am Kimmy. I've been your lore master for this game. You can find me at Golden Lasso Girl on lots of socials. Um, you can also find the games that I design at goldenlassogames.com. Um, that's Decima and Virgins and Vixens and a bunch of other ones. You can also find me at Happy Jacks RPG everywhere because that's also me. So yeah, lots of things. Um, please make sure if you haven't done it yet, you go to happyjacks.org slash survey. We do have a survey out to the end of June um, that your feedback can be incredibly helpful to us to make our product and make our shows better. So please do that if you haven't done that. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, um, June 23, 20, 2023. So uh don't go there if it's after the end of that date. So, okay. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye this show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.